Welcome to Atlas Bach, a weekly chronicle concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a simple fantasy baseball league. This podcast captures the thoughts and musings of Greg, Joe, Jack, and Tim, four of the ten owners in the league. Download this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you get your pretentious and moronic podcast content. You can also connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and email. So DM us or send us a note at atlasbacht at gmail.com. This is episode 79 entitled, Life After Fantasy. Welcome, Bacher Nation. Good morning. It's great to have you here. J-Lo, how are you this morning? I'm doing fine. How about yourself, since nobody ever asks? Uh, I'm doing great. Thanks. Yeah, the second time doesn't count, Joe. Yeah, I don't care, but... I know. I sounded... Man, I sounded kind of angry, and I almost took it out. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess that's honestly what I felt. Like, mm, no one cares about me. Well, your, your mental health is important to us. <laughs> Thanks. It's already gone. Mike cared. We were listening to it together. He turned to me and said, is that real? Is that true? I was like, I, probably, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I've been waiting patiently for three years. <laughs> All right. Uh, our very own royalty, GK, how are you? I'm doing well, guys. I don't believe that Joe's doing well, though. I, I sense a little bit of uh, angst, even more than normal in his voice. But let's just keep going and see what happens. He does sound a little nasally. Like, uh, he does. Yeah. Well, he just seems angry. No, I've been sick all week. Oh. He's wearing black, and typically when Joe wears black, it's it's always a good show. We I don't know what it is about <laughs> it, but it's a say it's a black, just a blacked out T-shirt. Him and Johnny Cash, mm-hmm. Johnny Cash. That's right. I'm just not quite as angry. And then uh, GK's got his uh, Madness T-shirt on, which is great. We've talked a lot about GK's T-shirt collection. Is that a state of mind or a band? Both. Well, that's what the T-shirt ven- vending machine that Tim imagines I have in my bedroom <laughs> spat out this morning, and. J-Lo. Good morning, J-Lo. Yeah, I'm still good. You I already mean, asked and me. And swag. <laughs> <laughs> but thanks for asking twice. You're, You're so forgettable. See, that's what yes, you get. You yes, ask yes. how he's doing, and you get asked twice. There you go. I've been so. invisible most of my life, so I'm used right. to it. The ass-kissing is working for you, Joe. What's happening, fellas? You guys know it took the creator of the Rubik's Cube a month to solve the Rubik's Cube after he created it? Oh, my God. Like, a mu- like he created it, and then he's like, all right, I'm going to do it now, and it took him a fucking month. Uh, he probably just took the stickers off and rearranged them and told everybody he solved it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the rest of us? That's what I did. Yeah, I was going to ask if anybody, you know what the record is? I used to be able to do it consistently in under a minute 30 because there's a formula to do it. That's crazy. Yeah, there's a formula. The record is 4.22 seconds. That's insane to me. Like, 4. I don't even think I. Two. Your hands can't move that fast. I was going to say, that's exactly right. I don't think I could manipulate it that quickly. And even if your hands could, you're, you're like, I might be able to move something that fast in that moment, but to actually know what the fuck I'm doing in 4.22, it doesn't seem realistic. I've tried. I've never completed it. I've thrown it on the ground multiple times. I've only once or twice gotten two sides. Like Right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was my, yeah, yeah. <laughs> In my entire school, I think there was only one kid who ever fucking solved it without moving the stickers. And that kid's like a physician now. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's no one in my school was smart enough to do that. Did, uh, is the guy, you said the guy who invented it took him a while to solve it. Is his name Rubik, I assume? Like, 
Dan Rubik. He's a Russian. It is. Um, yeah. Uh, Erno. Erno Rubik. Erno Rubik. Yep. Okay, good. Yep. I thought he was Hungarian. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, that I don't have. Communist. Oh, Joe hates communists, everyone. Mm. Oh, don't you? Nah, I don't really know any. <laughs> Never done anything to me. So this is our first. This is our first episode. So we're we're in uncharted territory now. So the last three years, we typically would have hung up the mics and and walked away for six months and basically enjoyed our Sundays uh, like we can't do during the season. Mm-hmm. But now we're out here. We're we're beyond. So Scotty completed his epic beatdown of the Dreamers. Congratulations again. Congratulations, Scotty. Yeah, nice job, Scotty. Since this is the only way we can talk to you. Is through the podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah really talk about rubik's cubes it it i mean it really <laughs> just uh it perplexed him he could it not was a make puzzle. it on. <laughs> it's a puzzle i'm guessing he didn't solve the rubik's cube our friends at squadcast re- really they set this up to be so easy to log in from yeah, yeah. anywhere well i'm I had a little trouble this morning. Yeah, but it took you, you solved it in three minutes, you know okay. what I mean? <laughs> right. From crisis to solution was, you know, 90 seconds. You know? I, d- I didn't call anybody any names or anything. That's right. I will say the best part about that interview was the fact that I didn't have to be here for it. That was See? 20 minutes of my life I got to keep. See? And do what I See? wanted with. Yep. You owe your lawyer. Good riddance to those guys. Until next year, we don't have to talk about those fools. But we hope to. <laughs> what? I said, but we hope to. We, I, I kind of hope they give us more reasons to talk about them, to be honest with you. Well, we kind of have to talk about them because they're the top two. They were. Any, any discussion of next year is going to include them one way or another. Are they the top three? Are they the top two and a half? Two and a half men. One slash one plus one. Yeah. Yeah. They're the top. They're the best. You guys are the best. Mm-hmm. Great job. Simply the best. Yeah, I'll start. You're simply the best Better than all the rest Better than anyone Nonetheless, Scotty is definitely the best because, once again, that was a fucking beatdown, that final game. That was a beatdown. That <laughs> was a beatdown. That's the way to do it. When you're going to do it, do it like that. Make sure there's much no like discussion. Much like his interview. Ooh. Yeah, much like his interview. Ooh. Right? <laughs> I resent that. Oh. <laughs> you, you, two, you two were fantastic. I right? enjoyed they, that. They pretty much saved the day. Just single-handedly stepped in. and uh, that, was, that was well done. Good improvisation. They were the best of rodeo clowns anyone could ask for. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think what we said was materially different than what Scotty himself would have said. Yeah, well, yeah, honestly, no, right? Yeah. The we'll irony is the effort was to be credible, not funny. So it just yeah, ended right. up that it was entertaining as well. But yeah, uh, we. I'm waiting to see if Tito thought it was actually Scotty. You know? <laughs> So speaking of that debacle last week when Scotty could not make it on for his own interview, it, it, it ended where, Greg, you had to just kind of get up. You said you had some mm-hmm. plans. Oh, God, yeah. Did your plans go well? Was it worth it to get off that call? No, not really. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, another one. Was it better than being on the call at least? <laughs> no, it wasn't actually. Jeez. No, it wasn't. Yeah. 
I mean, it wasn't bad. I mean, but I, yes, I can admit that I have ghosted again. Oh. You know, this one's this one's strange for me because I think I mentioned that for some stupid reason on our first date, or maybe it was prior to our first date while texting, that I mentioned that I did a podcast. Mm. And I've mentioned it before, and I've completely relied upon the fact that nobody would be interested whatsoever in listening to it, especially when I tell them that it's a fantasy baseball podcast. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but this girl defied the odds, you know, so she actually <laughs> listened to it multiple episodes and, and was like Whoops. giving me feedback uh, and a little bit of friendly joking about my being a ghoster. <laughs> so you must have told her the title. She'd have never found it otherwise. Oh, yeah, I told her. She, uh, that's what I mean. Like she she said, what's the name of it? And I was like, oh, it's silly. And, and she is like, OK, and then she let it go. But then a few times she was like, I really send me the name of that podcast. Send me the name of your podcast. <laughs> And so finally I did, thinking there's no way she gets past any first segment of any podcast <laughs> yeah, we've yeah. done. Yeah. To hear anything really incriminating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send her something from the first season. I just sent her the name <laughs> of it. I thought there's no fucking way this girl gets past anything. But she listened, and she said she was a fan. Uh-oh. She's a bot. There you go. Yeah, she, lo- she owns a salon. Nice. I won't say where. And was playing it at the salon. Uh, it even said that some of her employees had their own little podcast, which, you know, sounds as about appealing as ours to other people. You know, <laughs> you know I was like, oh, that's interesting. What would that be? You know, dull shears? Uh, I guess. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Cutting wit. I don't know. So they were playing our podcast like over the speakers overhead in yes, the salon? Yes, uh, or maybe in their break room. I, I don't know. I didn't oh, okay. Yeah, maybe they were cleaning up. I, I, it seems like a, an odd thing to be playing while customers are coming well, in. I was going to say, why do they hate their customers so much? <laughs> I, I began treading lightly, though, because I, I was waiting for the other shoe to fall and for like her to like confront me with just all the stupid things that i've said you know <laughs> yeah, to some women that could be a challenge though they might want to make them you know i could be the one to change him yeah i think mm. that well i don't know i i won't go that far as to say that's what she had in her and mind he'll never know but, but she <laughs> she certainly didn't seem to mind you know but now i have some real conflict because there we go um i i don't want to be mean like the whole purpose of my ghosting i know it ultimately is mean but in my mind, somehow it's not. I don't know what I've done to convince myself. How, how many? How many? Is this happened before? Is this often where they know that you're a ghoster prior to getting into this? So that seems like it would be kind of a, a positive for you, right? Because now you're like, if ever you're not going to feel bad about ghosting, it's going to be this one, right? Like you knew. I, I, I'm I'm conflicted though. Yeah, you know, to your point, she knew that I was a ghoster, but I don't know. Maybe she thought it was part of my shtick. I don't know. Uh, I honestly don't know because uh, I've never. No, I've of course I've never discussed being a ghoster with anyone I've gone out with. Oh, hey, by the way, right, right. Uh, <laughs> I'd love to be a fly on the wall for that. Yeah, I may seem to really like you, but um, it's a lie. There's at least a fifty percent chance that after a great date that we have, you'll never see or hear from me again. Right, but that's my point, right? And, and then she says, "Okay, let's do it." You're like, "Oh shit, really? Okay." Yeah, um, I don't know. I, 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 I can't. You're like, "Wait a minute, this isn't how it's supposed to go down." Hold on a second, like. <laughs> 
Sadly, Jack will never know the answer. From her. <laughs> she lives too far. I've, that's one problem I've decided. But it's no but, key you know, in your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, but here's the thing, though. Like, I, I don't mind talking about the girls I've ghosted, and even on this podcast, because I know that there's no chance they're going to hear the reasons I ghosted them. But knowing the knowing that there's a chance that this girl might listen to the podcast, I don't know if it'd be for answers. A chance. I think it's almost a certainty. I think right now at this moment you are talking to her. Right, that's what I'm saying. So, so to, to tell you guys why <laughs> she's gonna hear this. Yeah, right yeah. Now. To tell you guys to tell you guys why I ghosted her almost defeats the point of ghosting because I, I ghost people because I don't want to say what it is about them that it made me want to not see them anymore. Mm. Well, you already did. Jack didn't let you finish. You said she lives too far from an IKEA. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I, that was the one. No, 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 not the one. That was one of the. Oh, that was the other one. Yeah, I, I sent you guys that photo from that IKEA, and that it was on the way to her. Surprisingly, house, you know? so, so that wasn't nice bad. little surprise. Oh, an IKEA. She goes up five points immediately at his little scale there. Oh, near an Do IKEA. Do you really think plus five that? On the other side of the camera, that there's not a poster of of all the IKEA locations in the known world, <laughs> and Greg's other wall. I like IKEA. I mean, you know, I love <laughs> IKEA. I like it. It's just because I had that gift card. That's why I went in Atlanta. But um, yeah, but the fact that she is, or maybe, or might be listening, I don't want to be mean. I don't, I don't want to. I mean, she's a lovely girl. There's nothing terrible. But yes, I could I could run down a laundry list of reasons that I decided to ghost her. <laughs> but that's just mean. Just saying there's a laundry list is kind of mean. <laughs> well, that's what I, well, you know, they're they're minor things. I'm a quirky guy, you know, what can I tell you? I mean, like the Touché. distance was definitely one of them. And here here's another one that isn't so bad. She shouldn't take personally. Come to give her the little ones. Big ones yeah, are the same. Yeah, yeah. It's the, it's her her working schedule because she mm. works in a service industry like Sunday and Monday are her two days off. Mm. And so like last Sunday, you know, it was like her Saturday and she was drinking up a storm. Well, that's an exaggeration. She had a few drinks. <laughs> and I did I don't like to drink on Sundays when I got to go to work the next day. And so, you know, it's just like what is the future? But she knows from listening to the podcast that you aren't completely opposed to that. And in fact, No, no, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. I know. I'm not, but I try to avoid it because disasters happen when I drink on Sundays. But see, that seems like that would be the perfect relationship for you because you would never see each other. Your schedules are different. <laughs> sort of like ghosting within the... You know, not being able to see each other that frequently is a positive thing in my mind. The distance and the schedule is too much. Too much. And I had to drive both times and I just, I just, just too much. And uh, I thought this is, this can't be going anywhere. But no, I, long story short, I've moved on. And, you know, and I'm still, you know, uh, still seeing what's out there. You know, I haven't found Mrs. Wright number three yet. We did get some viewer feedback. Somebody on Instagram wrote me and said that we gave good advice to the guy who's uh, sleeping with his drug dealer. <laughs> and, and, and this person, when I, his, his name is Brian M., I really enjoyed the segment about the drug dealer. You guys should do a dating show. <laughs> so, so we have that, that out there. And I was like, hmm, that's an interesting idea. Interesting. 
<laughs> yeah, the, I I did get a lot of positive feedback from the uh, advice with the drug dealer. For some reason, that was a hit with the Bucker Nation. And and of course, I'm interested as to what he actually does. So hopefully, well, we get another email. Actually, sometime. he's probably dead now because he probably took one of those pieces of advice and he can't tell you what happened. Right. Oh, hey, that's great. I th- actually think we should get some listener feedback. We had a listener give us some feedback, so we want to definitely, we definitely want to talk about that. Let's go ahead and fill our drinks. Okay, welcome back, bots. We we got some feedback from BH out of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and BH uh, uh, reached out to us through Facebook and said, uh, hey, you guys, still struggling trying to listen to the show, but I think the Q&A section is a good ad. First of all, like I don't I don't know what BH means by still struggling trying to listen to the show. <laughs> yeah, fuck you. Yeah. I think he saw this episode coming maybe. That's the <laughs> <laughs> Just, Maybe like, he's related to Scotty and he can't quite get the whole thing downloaded. What was he court ordered to listen to it? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I didn't you could take this one of two ways, right? Like is he really like his life is so busy that he's trying to get to the show or is it just like somehow uh, self torture for him to kind of mm. move through the show? Yeah. And I guess the latter. My yeah. guess is the yeah. <laughs> and just the fact that he actually that we have this question might say anything else. But hmm. his his question is: GK has said that he won't support his childhood team, the Pirates, under the theory that ownership is simply milking the team and the fans, and won't spend any of the money they're making on player salaries that would make them better. If this theory were true. Wouldn't Bob Nutting have the money to get his teeth fixed? I'm going to hang up, hang up now and listen to your answer. And then he showed a picture of Bob Nutting's teeth, which do look fairly gnarly. So I, I uh, and who is Bob Nutting? He's the owner of the Pirates. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, clearly Bob Nutting has poor judgment, uh, but Nutting is cheap, and so he probably thinks just like his his busted smile. Uh, he probably thinks that's good enough, just like he thinks the Pirates roster is good yeah, enough. T- yeah, he takes the same same thought process, right? It, it, well, I can smile still, and I can chew still. I mean... They so, work! Yeah, it's good uh, enough. Yeah. Uh, we get through it? Yeah, we get through my it. Chopper, right. My good choppers enough. are fine, boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he had to save on his, his choppers because he needs to pay for Fog Hat next year to, to play after a game. <laughs> Part of their concert series. <laughs> well, thanks, BH. We appreciate your uh, your feedback and your input. And, and there you have it. Keep struggling. Keep struggling. Used to keep struggling, right? Yeah, the struggle is real, right? <laughs> I'll get the name of that uh, that yeah. girl's salons podcast, and then we'll seem like a breath of fresh air. Honestly, what what is this? Like now that we don't have, so we built this podcast on essentially a fantasy baseball league. The fantasy baseball season is over, yet we're still going on. Like if you were to, if you were to describe this podcast in five words or less what would it be greg's dating device the struggle is real <laughs> struggle is real greg's dating device uh has this has this won you some dates no gk no i don't think so yeah. no. Friends talking about bullshit. I mean, two guys fucking an alligator. Two guys fucking. <laughs> well, you know what? This is just like Nightline. Remember, Nightline started with the Iran hostage crisis. No, is that true? Yeah, that's true. So you compare you're comparing us to 
a hostage crisis? No, no. I'm comparing us like how things evolve. Like uh, Nightline began after the news to give daily updates on the Iranian hostage crisis, but it was such a compelling you know media vehicle that even after the hostages were freed, it continued. That's us. I like you know, when, do, being, when do our hostages get freed? No, Never. they just did. Uh, no, the, the <laughs> season just ended. Hostages are freed. Now we can talk about other stuff. <laughs> oh, now we can. <laughs> you know. So that's us. We're the we're Ted Koppel. So if you're to describe this to someone else, like someone says, "Oh, your podcast," and you like, how do you describe it? It's our it's four friends' humorous take on life in the you know you know our perspective on on culture, on the news, on sports, and our and our silly lives. That's what it is. I've actually put some some time and effort into this over the last uh, short while. Oh, and- were you saying that I haven't? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what he's saying. That is, I think that was my response was inadequate. Yeah, I think that was specifically why he said it that way. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I didn't say. I inadequate. my response was pretty good. It was with <laughs> such little I mean, time and effort put into it. Okay, Jack, tell us what this is about. <laughs> this is the best I can do at this point. Uh, the out of the box trials, tribulations, thoughts, and musings of four owners in a simple baseball league. So it's it's mm-hmm. oh it's part of what he is saying, but we need to and I don't like trials and tribulations, right. but that it's those things have been added to what it was at first essentially. The Oh, I see. Okay, yeah. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Before it was just thoughts and musings of the baseball league and now it's it's still thoughts and musings, but of much more than the baseball league as well as the uh, tattoo escapades and so on and so right. trials tribulations again i don't like those words i i'm again throwing this together but if you can explain that <laughs> in a shorter more intelligent sentence i think that's as close as, as i've been able to so, come so, so, so you're criticizing my extemporaneous description and you spent a lot of time and that's what you came up with <laughs> jesus christ i should be applauded yes, it's the yes, monkey shines should. of four Yay! middle-aged chums I, I, that's kind of my point is is it's not <laughs> even with time it's just as difficult jesus christ i i so who's, I had, the, who's the who's the dummy for investing their valuable time <laughs> you know uh wasting your time you know god so the fact that i care makes me a dummy yeah that's right unbelievable uh, no, no. The fact that you care doesn't make you a dummy. No, just that response does. Right, right. <laughs> That'll take. <laughs> oh, my God. So, the, currently, it's Welcome to Atlas Bacht, a weekly chronicle concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a simple fantasy baseball league. But in reality, right. if I think back to all the stuff I really have enjoyed about this season, very little has to do with the mundane, weird, and dramatic happenings of a simple fantasy baseball league. Of the league, right. So just change it to Monday weird. <laughs> okay. But I, what I'm saying is that okay i like where you're going that doesn't capture you know the tattoo incident so say that again slowly welcome to atlas bacht a weekly chronicle concerning the month by the way this has been on every one of the episodes no no i know i I know but i just want to hear you you want to break it down i I, I have a thought yeah okay and i'm gonna i'm gonna go like this when i want you to pause okay and then i'm gonna finish the sentence normally i have you off to the side but let me put you right in the center okay no one puts baby in a corner (laughs) that is so accurate uh, welcome to Atlas Bach, a weekly chronicle concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a of, of four friends brought together by a fantasy baseball league. There right. you go. So that, here's yeah, my thinking: something like right? that. So the 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 fantasy baseball league, which was the subject when we started, mm-hmm. uh, when we had the thrilling episodes of Beaten by a Benigno or Fred Lynn. 
Um, I like giraffe racing. Uh, what was it? Business giraffes racing? Racing, <laughs> racing with giraffes, right? But that was like the first indication of the fact that this was this was not just a, a weekly chronicle concerning the mundane, weird, and maybe even sometimes dramatic happenings of a simple fantasy baseball league. It's actually something very different. That does not capture Tina Marie at all. What we have and what we're describing are two different things. And in fact, the Fantasy Baseball League is the setting of whatever it is we're doing, but it's not the subject. Okay. And you keep going at four four friends, right? Which is great, but... All right, three friends and Joe. Okay. There you go. That's, <laughs> no, that's a better way to put it. Three friends and some guy who's here for some reason. Oh, Joe. Right. No. We're, we're kidding. God, <laughs> Unless right. they have a failed interview to do. Mr. Sensitive. So we're kind of, again, I, I obviously did it in a poor way. Uh, thank you, Greg, for continuing to point that out. But but that's kind of what I did, right? Is I that <laughs> Instead of it being about the league, it's about us who happen to be in a league, right? Like you said, that the setting is the league. And then what actually happens... Yeah, I described it as... Uh, sorry to interrupt, but not really. No. I described it last week as it's our foibles, right? It's, it's, it's basically us making fun of ourselves. I mean, the fact of the matter is that we are the posies, and that's really what this, this show is about. And everyone else. Yeah, we make fun of everyone. Right. And Dusty and Scotty and Pops and Mikey. And yeah, so like totally... Justin. Justin, yeah. Like, I'm going to get Justin mm -hmm. in there. <laughs> HR <laughs> Courtney. H.R. Courtney, like if you think about the universe of who's in our story here, what we're actually chronicling, it's the league that brings us together, but that's not really what we chronicle. I mean, I guess we give updates and stuff like that, but if we think about six months of not having league news to talk about, we probably need to really define what it is we actually are. Again, I'm obviously I didn't spend hours on this like Jack, so don't expect something as eloquent as Jack did. <laughs> it's such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> How about three guys and a dick? <laughs> three posies and a dick. There you go. And that meets the five words or less. Yeah, write that down. It's the it's it's the weekly chronicle of a friendship forged in fantasy baseball, united in stupidity or something like that. <laughs> now I like the stupidity part. Yeah. And imagine that you have getting there. Yeah. You have uh, seven to ten seconds to tell someone about this podcast, and I, it's not easy. And I'm not expecting you you to all have it right away. Four, four middle aged adolescents. Um... <laughs> three guys and a dick actually works pretty well because it leaves the it leaves it open who's the dick from week to week uh, until you listen you know, um right. how do you joe how do you do it joe how do you tell people about the podcast currently well, um, uh, emotionally <laughs> immature that's, adults. that's what's so great about being me is i don't have to worry about it because i don't tell anybody the, the rant instead of the musings the rantings of four emotionally immature adults men you know right but as you're scrolling through think about this there's thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there right First of all, how would we describe it? And then would it sound interesting? Because I, I actually think this podcast is interesting. I do. I wouldn't do it if I didn't. It's interesting because what? I mean, first of all, Greg, right? And Greg's willingness to share his stories is, is a big part of that. All of you have this really kind of strange and arcane knowledge that blows me away. It's painful stories, misdemeanors, and trivia. 
I like that. Yeah. Awkward stories and painful memories cultivated <laughs> from from you know the lifetime of four middle aged losers. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So you guys are both kind of swirling around the same thing. So uh, swirling around the same toilet. Mm. <laughs> well, I, yeah. <laughs> what Tim's saying is. It's got to be shorter than what mm-hmm. we keep coming up with. That's why he said he liked it when I said right. painful stories, misdemeanors, and trivia. Awkward stories of our pointless lives. Just thinking out loud. Okay, so that's getting closer. Yeah, that, that's getting closer. Yeah. Yep. So when someone says, oh, you have a podcast? What's it about? And you're like, well, it's kind of like uh, awkward stories about our pointless lives. Like, you know what I mean? That's closer. I don't think that's actually. It's like Seinfeld, you know, a show about nothing, you know? Yes. That's the, now you're tracking. And takes, though, right? It's not just stories. So it's like takes, opinions, views. Yeah. Uh, fringe views. Like, again, we, we mm-hmm. tend to, to deal on the fringe of whatever we're talking about as opposed to, you know, going right down, straight down the highway. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, possibilities. But again, like I said, now, 24 hours from now, you're going to not have anything better than what you've come up with now and you're going to text me and go all right i get it i'm, I'm not it's, it's just within those 24 hours it's still difficult is my point so okay so the phrase and just this would be the back part of it seemingly normal guys is like something in my mind you know awkward stories or embarrassing stories or hard to believe stories from seemingly normal guys well, whatever we do, I think the, there should be a second sentence. That's the second sentence is and shit jokes. Dot 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 and shit jokes. You know, what would be cool is if you if you could if we could each carry like a, a personal bleeper machine, and then when we describe it, we just bleep ourselves, and that's the description of the show is beep beep. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because I think it's it's definitely gone beyond our simple fantasy baseball league. And in fact, I mm-hmm. think since mid season one, when we talked about an epic collision of hair, we started to move to Ooh, the fringes. Yeah. We started to talk HQ. about uh, things, right? HQ things that aren't at the center or the core. We acknowledge that we're not professionals, and that there are things miscellaneous, if that's the proper way to say it. But is that the proper way to say it, guys? Is miscellaneous or never heard that? Just word. kind of this weirdness or things that that are kind of out there that aren't in the mainstream. Yes, that's the correct way to say it. The random thoughts and the off-center opinions of four seemingly normal guys. <laughs> right. I like off-center. That's that's yeah. I mean, everybody has opinions. Ours are fucking whack. That's in in some so, way to okay. out of the box, off-center. The random uh, thoughts the, yeah. and the off-center opinions of four seemingly normal guys or seemingly respectable guys. Keep it going. <laughs> Keep it, not not now. Good. I'm just saying over text and yeah no i'm I'm done with this Uh, just so tim come up with something good and make it happen oh there we go (laughs) and he's back greg's off the wagon or on the wagon yeah whichever one just make tim do it i'm done with effort well it sounds like a producer's task to me not a lot of (laughs) talents just make tim come up with it i've got some ghosting to do this is exactly what the talent is for. This is exactly what it is. So, okay, let's end this segment and come back. And oh God. I don't know what we have next. We could talk about podcasts that we're all listening to. Yeah. Okay. Great. Sounds good. All right. See you in a minute. <laughs> Bye. 
Well, I, hey, welcome back, Nation. And um, I wanted to just start off with something that we don't do a lot of. In fact, I think um, in the 80 episodes that we've done, this is the first time, but I should. <laughs> I guess that's not often. Yeah, that's whole <laughs> that's, that's not often. often. Right. Is uh, a, uh, a corrections and revisions statement. Like any mm-hmm. good news source, we should, we should correct ourselves. And we're a uh, news outlet. We should correct ourselves when we're wrong. And, and, like, and like any good news outlet, we're putting it on the back page so nobody actually sees it. Exactly. If you've made it this far, folks, you've clearly passed out and then uh, mm. you know woken up and now you're listening to this. But uh, can't wait. <laughs> folks you you do you do have a sleep timer on your uh on your podcast there you can just set it and then that way you can pick us back up after you pass out right <laughs> <laughs> right exactly i know i said the league pays late uh last week uh, but i need to mention that mm. one of our league owners took umbrage to that was was very um upset and incensed that i had said that uh, our league pays late so most <laughs> of our league pays yes. late Mikey, on the other hand, we call him Iron Mike because he's so solid on paying his bills. Iron Mike, Iron Mikey uh, is definitely not someone who pays late. So I just wanted to make sure that we got that right. Mikey pays on time. Thank you for reaching out, Mikey. Throw Chris in there too, right? Chris actually sends you checks like beforehand. Chris sends me. He said, "Well, yeah, Chris." And then he doesn't spend any money. So yeah, he pays early. He he realizes he's out on week four, and then just sends me the (laughs) here's the check. I'm not going to spend anymore. He doesn't do anything else. Yeah, he does nothing else after that point. Yes. So Mikey and Chris, yes, um, do pay on time uh, or early. But Mikey is Mikey's the son of a late payer. Then, but Mike's dad actually called me yesterday and asked, "How will I find out what I owe in in Juiceless?" So he actually called me as well. Said that he had called. What was your answer? The internet. That's what you said. He said yeah. that he the website. Had, he had texted Tim a couple of times and that Tim ignores him. Um, oh, and that he was wondering how know. he would find out. I don't know. So I, I, yeah. for the, I was waiting I for took, the co-commissioner that does all the work to tell me what everyone right. owes, so that I can. Then I do took the, the blame work and say, you know, you could have responded to him and said, you know what, that's a very thoughtful, and I appreciate your proactivity. I haven't calculated it yet. That's so what maybe I told it's him. So that we pay late. It's that our commissioners. Uh, bill us late. Well, it's both. You know, I I actually think that that sounds like someone who really could step into the commissioner role. I mean, I think that's well thought yeah, out. I, I agree. That he's got a logical. solution for the problem. That that storyline's played out, boys. <laughs> so you you'll we accept it. it then, because the storyline was you resisted it, but now you're no. You're, we we've evolved saying. beyond the league. All right, the league's well, listen. You're not dating, so you have lots of time. I didn't say I wasn't dating. The league has become secondary now. I haven't said I wasn't dating. <laughs> So anyway, yeah. So Mikey and Chris, yeah, you you brothers, you you guys, you you pay great. Everyone else, not so much. Well, that was pieces of shit. Myself and passive aggressive all the way around. <laughs> so I, you know, um, GK, you've been kind of uh, getting into some different podcasts. I think as we kind of explore this medium, I share your love of podcasts. But one that you keep talking about is. Um, your favorite band sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I mean, um, I, I'll be honest, guys. I, I don't normally listen to comedy podcasts. I mean, I enjoy doing this podcast, but that's pretty much the only kind of comedic uh, podcast I listen to is your favorite band sucks. And, you know, kind of in a in a ironic twist, it was the gal who I ghosted last week who turned me on to that one. So thank you. I won't mention your name, but thank you. <laughs> 
but it's good. I, I like that podcast, but I like to be scared. Like I listen to my podcast at night as I'm going to sleep for like the hour before I go to sleep. You know, I like horror movies, but I like things that are really actually genuinely frightening. And it's too infrequent that I can find something that actually kind of unnerves me to listen to. I, I really I can only point to two podcasts that have uh, effectively done that. But I don't know if you guys are interested in that sort of podcast or not. What do you guys listen to? Well, what do you, yeah, what do you, so do you have those horror podcasts? Well, it's the one that I like the most and it, it's, it's, it was like two or three seasons and I've listened to them all. There is this, it's kind of this uh, pseudo documentary podcast called The Black Tapes. Mm. And it's, and it's about this. I mean, again, it's a, um, it's, uh, it's not a real documentary series. It's a, it's a pseudo one. It's done in the style of a real documentary series. And it's about this, um, this paranormal kind of investigator uh, who has a podcast and she hooks up with this like parapsychologist, not hooks up uh, romantically. <laughs> she meets this parapsychologist who has made his career out of debunking paranormal activity. Ghosting the ghost. <laughs> yeah. In the podcast, you know, he has this challenge that anyone who can send him demonstrable evidence of, of a paranormal event, he'll give a million dollars to. And so it's, you know, this uh, journalist investigating paranormal activity meets this professor and, and kind of uh, uh, cajoles him into sharing the, the evidence that has been s submitted to him over the years by various people. And they are are, those are the black tapes, you know, these examples of paranormal. And I got to tell you, like when I first started listening to it, not every episode is, is scary, but like listening to them in the dark by myself as I'm drifting off to sleep, they, they actually did unnerve me a few times and also induced some actual nightmares. Like they were like really scary at, at various points. And then there's this other podcast that I've just started listening to. Now, not all of these are intended to be scary, but several of them have been unnerving to me. It's called The Unexplained. Mm, that sounds cool. And so The Unexplained, it's an examination of stories. Uh, now, this is purported to be, I mean, it's not fictional. The stories that are examined are purported to be real, and it's, and it's kind of like a scientific look at different phenomenon, whether it's uh, reports of hauntings or reports of ufos you know or, yeah things yeah, like yeah. that you know yep. like did you guys ever listen to a long time ago when i was in college and then slightly thereafter there used to be this i think it might still be on i think it was called am coast to coast did you ever listen to it, it was a radio show yes came on it uh, you're talking about the one that came on late at night yeah like midnight uh, till 2 a.m yes. george nori and art bell that was great radio I, I loved it. I loved that show. I used to listen to it like all the time when I was in college. I would listen to it as I was going to sleep and it was it was just that. It was the and and this unexplained is a little slicker um version of that. Some really interesting stories. And there's been a couple that I've listened to that like honestly had me like doing double takes at my bedroom door like you know, <laughs> did, did, was it, did I leave it open a crack or, you know, like, uh, I mean, honestly, it, it had fucking me shadow like, people in the corners. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. It had me looking around like, oh, shit, you know, and, and then I, I enjoy that. It's fun to get mm -hmm. a little scare. But um, but it, those are both really, I think, I think really good podcasts. The Unexplained and then the Black Tapes. I really enjoy both. That sounds cool. 
My, um, yeah. I listen to, I, I think I've mentioned that times suck a lot. And again, that's just a, a humorous look at, at history, basically. And, and some of it is, is mm. actually that some of it's debunking. He does, you know, the Bigfoot, he does, you know, UFOs, he does uh, different cold, but then he'll also do, you know, Jack the Ripper or, you know, Manson or Ooh, Jack the Ripper. he just started a new one too with his wife um, called Scared to Death. And, and it's oh, really? him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's. Mm. He's a few in. Um, I'm uh, guessing it'll evolve a little bit before it settles in completely. He's only like three podcasts in on that one. The others, he, he's got quite a few. But yeah, it's him and her. They do a video of it as well. They're on YouTube now. Um, and they're just sitting in a, a dark, you know, creepy room. And it's him uh, essentially telling, you know, true or documented uh, scary stories, basically. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, what's I it listen- called again, Jack? I'm sorry. That one's called Scared to Death scared to death yeah okay he does it dan cummings is is the guy again he's a comedian um like i said time suck i listen to religiously scared to death he just started and then i listen to um a couple uh same two guys do a couple and um one's called crime in sports and um again a humorous i i I have a hard time without humor but uh, a humorous look at uh, as you would expect uh, athletes over the years that have gotten into trouble um like i just did mm. uh, dennis rodman i haven't got to oj yet um but uh dennis rodman arch was Schleister? an interesting one fuck that guy <laughs> um i'm doing what about uh, arch Schleister? that's a good one and then the other one they do is called uh small town murder and again as the title would mm. depict they just go around an actual true you know, small town murder stories, but they go through like the history of the town and, That's cool. you know, compare it to different towns throughout so on and so forth. So those are, yeah, they're, they're pretty entertaining. They're both a little longer, two, three hours, but, uh, but pretty entertaining. Cool. That's what I'm listening to at the moment. Yeah. That's cool. I like the center. Well, and I love cereal too. I, yeah, I should that, mention, yeah. I loved, I loved uh, all three years of cereal, uh, you know, for different reasons. Well, I'm a, I'm a big fan of indie podcasts. I don't like the kind of the super well-produced uh, top-notch stuff a lot of that stuff that comes out of npr serial i i did thoroughly enjoy the first season a lot um the the next few seasons haven't been as exciting for me uh, i am looking forward to so we're getting close to thanksgiving and that means another episode of till death do us blart is coming out i cannot <laughs> wait for that i'm so excited so this is um this will be the fourth episode uh, of that so i'm looking forward to that i've been listening to a fantastic podcast about radiohead mm. now i don't know if you're a fan of radiohead or not a fan of radiohead mm. you know where where you fall on that i am but um oh my gosh it's it's essentially it takes you through the entire life of the band and breaks it down with these uh very intelligent super fans who talk about the music and talk about you know the history of the band and how the songs come together and the types of you know, in the approaches that they use in the songwriting and the writing of the music. And, um, you know, so that to me, that's been, that's kind of um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel very close actually to the band Radiohead. Um, not because I actually know anything. Fake plastic podcast. What's that? Mm. Oh, sorry. 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 What was the title? Fake plastic fake. podcast. It's great. That sounds good. Very but cool. Why are you, you so felt- close to Radiohead? Uh, I last time I saw them um, was in Tampa, and I was on quite a bit of mushrooms. So I had a, a very, <laughs> a very, a very uh, uh, religious-like experience with them. They didn't know it, of course, but uh, but I uh, I know. <laughs> Jack I know has suddenly that. become much more self-revelatory, you know, uh, over the last few episodes. You know, 
Yeah, yeah. He's he's. Uh, That's good. I like him. You know, he's our. I thought you were going to say it's because you own a radio and you have a head. No, but <laughs> feel close to them. He. Uh, he's I don't think I own a radio. A pharmacologist mm. as well. Yes. Yeah, I, like I, I saw them in Portland. That was the last time I saw them. Too. <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, they really? Good. They were no really shit. good. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was a great show. Fucking were, it was a show. It was a great show. Yeah, it really was. So I, I always assumed that Tom York. I always assumed Radiohead was just Tom York. Like, is there? Did the other guys in the band contribute in terms of songwriting? Oh, yeah. and creative yeah. direction. Yeah, and and I don't know a lot about. It. I'm a fan. I'm not a super fan. Yeah, yeah several of them have actually done a lot of independent work. Um, that is, uh, so Tom York's independent work is uh, Adams for Peace, and he's done some individual Tom York stuff as well. I know that stuff. They're they're all fantastic musicians in their own right. You know, the only thing I would throw in there because I I know absolutely nothing about Radiohead. I realized when I referenced Radiohead at the very beginning of the podcast, I was actually talking about Billy Corrigan from Smashing Pumpkins. That's why I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> now I understand that. That was, was a great show too back in the Radiohead? day. I said, when you really were when you were moving your face close to the camera oh, and you, you had said this I look like Billy Corrigan. Head. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. You it's funny. Like I used Billy to get Corgan. I used to get told but when I lived in Chicago, people would tell me I looked like Billy Corgan, which I didn't take as a compliment. By the way, yeah. you shouldn't. He's a strange <laughs> looking dude. But I well, just, that, and I got it a lot too. Yeah, yeah. yeah, big giant yeah. round head and wears dresses. Yeah, yeah. yeah strange isn't, isn't necessarily bad. I just yeah, I, I, I've 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 accomplished a lot. Consider Billy Corgan was as soon as I just finished uh, Serve the Servant, which is a uh, the uh, book about um, specifically Kurt Cobain but kind of secondarily Nirvana and is written by their um, longtime agent. And, uh, but Billy Corrigan and his connection to Nirvana and that, you know, Billy Corrigan by all accounts from as long as I've known about him, he just sounds like a complete asshole, like a, just a mm. total fucking asshole yeah, yeah. Um, from, from Chicago. Right. I mean, that's where, that's yeah. where he's from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely writes great music and, I've heard him interviewed like on Howard Stern a few times and he seemed like a admittedly kind of troubled at times, but he didn't sound overly like aloof or obnoxious to me, but just a couple that was just a couple of interviews, but yeah, I, I can't tell you specifically why, but, but in my head, he's a dick. Like I know I've heard over time that, that he's been a dick or acted like a dick or, or had that that holy when you look like type. him or I, you get angry. You know, <laughs> you're angry with God. <laughs> you're I didn't know when Billy you end up looking, when you yes. when you look like us, you you get pissed off about it. <laughs> we don't all have your guys' movie starred looks. <laughs> Talking to you, Joe. I don't know what I don't know what movie you're watching. Um, do you guys Do you guys all agree that you know as much as we enjoy Radiohead, that Coldplay is terrible? Yes. Yes. Oh, thank God. Yeah. Yep. I can stay friends with you guys. I hate Coldplay. <laughs> I think they're terrible. I think that's yeah. I, they're like it, Radiohead for dummies, if you ask me. But Coldplay <laughs> is like, um, yeah, they're they're kind of an odd distilled mix of like weak U two and uninteresting mm. musically Radiohead and put them together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> I, 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 every friend I had was like, I love Coldplay. I'm like, oh, you're it's because you're not that intelligent. I guess. <laughs> A good description though it's a it's a yeah. new game describe coldplay or atlas balked which is easy 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, Coldplay. <laughs> Three words. Piece of shit. And it didn't help that he got with Gwyneth and then he consciously de- de- decoupled. That only added to my anger towards them. Why did that anger you that they consciously decoupled? Because it's such a pretentious thing to say. It's such a Gwyneth Paltrow bullshit thing to say. I mean, you know, they're trying to make it sound like there was some higher level philosophic um, movement, you know. Didn't she name her child Apple? Yes. That I don't mind. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just the, we're no, consciously like, decoupling. God. It's like Kanye naming his kid North, right? Like that. Yeah, that's, yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah. But, yeah. but or, so, or Frank Zappa's kids. Yeah. So wait, but I, I just want to dig oh, yeah. into this just a bit. So you're saying that you you would have preferred what a, a, a messy kind of drawn out like horrible no. breakup or no, just a I, simple I, I, ghosting or like what what is it that bothers you about conscious no, no. decoupling? It, By the way, that it, just it, sounds clinical, but. You know, I don't know if it's that. Well, again, I don't. I, I don't, I, I I don't know you, that, them. That's what you did when you were done having sex. I, I didn't know them. It's just to me, <laughs> partly. Yeah. I, I, I didn't know them. So what annoyed me about it is, you know what? It was just. It seemed to be pretentious and unnecessary. Got you it. know what, I, Gwyneth, Chris, do your, do you? I, you know, whatever, dude. You're getting divorced. Every, you know, lots of people do it. But to me, it's those morons trying to make it sound to the public like, you know what? Hey, what, what you guys all do when you get divorced is you've failed. You've failed as right. married people. I hear, yeah, but what, I get it. But what, what Chris and I are doing isn't failing. And in fact, oh. we should be lauded for our yep. decision to consciously decouple because it's, uh, it's a new plane of, of consciousness that we've invented. Well, while fucking was, celebrities, if you pay attention to anything yeah. they do, then you're the moron. Yeah, while, while Chris was working on his new album that's going to be life-changing, <laughs> Joe, don't we decided hold back. to consciously decouple. <laughs> right, right, it's just right. it's well, I'm sorry. Although it, it, it cares. It, it assumes that we care that, you know, why their marriage was ending. I really don't. You know, it's like, okay, right. whatever. You know, but it's like, no, we have to invent something. Yeah, there were two fucking narcissists that got yeah, in a relationship exactly. together. Thank you. Thank what, you, what, what led you to believe that would fail? Well, That's I mean, so nice a lot of a lot of pretentious people get divorced, but it's like, you know, guys, let's say you're getting divorced. You know, no one's going to think less of you. In fact, like Joe said, we kind of come to expect that sort of thing in in celebrities. But it's like, no, no, I'm I'm a pseudo intellectual Gwyneth Paltrow. I, 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 you know, I want people to think I'm British, even though I'm Blythe Danner's daughter, uh, you know, but I'm, I'm going to come up with something that makes me look like I'm, you know, extra evolved, like Brad Pitt didn't dump me, you know. Okay, so t- two thoughts off that. First of all, describing Atlas Bacht, pretentious and moronic, actually works, just, just We're so not you know. pretentious. <laughs> Moronic, uh, I can see. Yeah. <laughs> right. So pretentious. Certainly not moronic. pretentious. I'm just saying. I resent just that. Saying, I resent yeah. that. We're not pretentious. What's that? I resemble that remark. Just, it's this pretentious and moronic podcast. Yeah. Um and and number two, what was my second thought? I had a second about thought about Blythe Danner? That's yeah. the moronic part. <laughs> well, that's I clearly play that part. Pretentious um, is that we do this in the first place and expect no, no, anybody no. to sit through it. <laughs> right. Yes. But but Greg just said she's she's Blake Blythe Danner's, Danner's daughter. daughter. No, like, Bl- like, Blythe Danner. Is that who is that? Blythe Danner. You don't know who yeah. Blythe Danner is? Uh, no. Jack, tell, tell, tell Tim who Blythe Danner is. Who? You talking to me? Blythe <laughs> Danner. She was the she was Robert De Niro's wife in Meet the Parents. 
Oh, is that I, who that is? Oh, yeah, Blythe Danner. Ah, yeah, she's been yeah, a lot of shit. She's older. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot, you know. She was back in the <laughs> yeah. day. You, you've seen Meet the Parents, right, Tim? I have, I have. But that, I, so just, she's De Niro's wife oh. in that movie. She's a well-known actress from before yes. your time, yeah, right? Tim. Okay, right. Kind of like uh, Smashing Suzanne Pumpkins Plichette. and Radiohead are, are well-known bands after my time. Mm. Fair, I, enough. I can't, Fair enough. Can't name you a. <laughs> I just Tim had, had a song. Tim had to wear his earplugs to the movies that time. He it's, one of, <laughs> it's just too loud with that surround yeah. sound. It's one of the that new enhanced surround sounds Greg, too too loud. He just throws names out and then acts like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You don't know who that is? Like seriously?" And I'm like, yeah, "My he, wife does know. that to me all the time." Supporting I mean, characters in you know uh, rom coms. The Blythe Danner's a pretty pretty prominent actress i mean let's be honest all right boys anyway. well listen it's been great it's i gotta get fun. to trader joe's yep get to trader joe's have your fun um adios well later uh, boys we'll talk to you next week good night well good we? fellas Goodbye. yeah yeah okay good yep next week <laughs> next week i thought you said you were going away yeah we had guests i i canceled all that because i thought we had something here but maybe i should reset my plans i don't know oh <laughs> It's Mr. Negative. God damn. You know what, Paul and George? That song didn't sound good the first time we recorded it. Let's not make the White Album. <laughs> Was that Yoko? All right, boys, we're going to tape you guys we together. Can start over. <laughs> Tim's going to have to tape the podcast together once again. <laughs> Way to go, boys. Let's punt. <laughs> it's only first down, coach. Third and one. Let's punt. <laughs> They're really giving us the business. How excited are you as a player? We're going we're gonna to beat them in that barbershop quartet contest later. <laughs> Rub some dirt on it and get back out there, Edwards. <laughs> Run up his back and dive. That's Edwards, that. tuck your small intestine back into your pants. Get out there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>